The following is an audio Ignatian retreat, which will aim to give you the chance to practice Ignatian contemplation, think on how God calls you, and see yourself as God sees you this new year. As we begin the final day of this prayer retreat, let's ask God for a grace. Lord, we ask to remember that you call each person where they are, but call all of us towards the same love. This reading comes from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 9, verses 10 through 17. While Jesus was having dinner at Matthew's house, many tax collectors and sinners came and ate with him and his disciples. When the Pharisees saw this, they asked his disciples, Why does your teacher eat with tax collectors and sinners? On hearing this, Jesus said, It is not the healthy who need a doctor, but the sick. But go and learn what this means. I desire mercy, not sacrifice. For I have not come to call the righteous, but sinners. Notice what shimmers for you. And as you do, let God draw you into this scene. While Jesus was having dinner at Matthew's house, many tax collectors and sinners came and ate with him and his disciples. When the Pharisees saw this, they asked his disciples, Why does your teacher eat with tax collectors and sinners? On hearing this, Jesus said, It is not the healthy who need a doctor, but the sick. But go and learn what this means. I desire mercy, not sacrifice. For I have not come to call the righteous, but sinners. Imagine the dinner with the tax collectors. What is the space like where this dinner is happening? Is it sparse or lavish? What kind of food might you be eating? What are the sounds and smells that swirl around you? As you place yourself in this scene, notice which role you're drawn to. Are you an apostle watching the dinner? Are you a tax collector? A Pharisee? How do Jesus' actions, eating with people who are considered sinful and traitorous, make you feel? What emotions does it evoke as he explains why he's eating there? Let the prayer play out for a few minutes. See where you're led and attend to what experiences shimmer for you in prayer. Now, here's my interpretation. From the porch of the tax collector Matthew's home, I see burning crimson sink low over the horizon, scattering rays of red and gold light across the sea. 
It's a view the tax collector is lucky to have, and our feast is no less opulent. But I grimace, thinking of the ill means by which this man has prepared our dinner and those starving outside without it. Surely the teacher can see it too, but yet he continues idly chatting as if he doesn't. I want to be gone, to be eating amongst friends, not dining with people who hoard money for themselves. I'm overcome with embarrassment as Pharisees pass. Their gaze falls upon us, and they call out, jeering us. The teacher just smiles and shrugs, but my skin burns, and I'm filled with anger and resentment, not just at them, but in some dark place at him. He seems further away than ever. We should not be here. I open my mouth and prepare to launch a volley of venom. The teacher would send me away, and I would deserve it, but it would be better than being here. But he catches my eye and looks at me for half a moment and for an eternity. And I listen. Of course I understand, the teacher says, midway through a conversation I had not been listening to. But recall the scriptures. Learn to do good. Seek justice. Rescue the oppressed. Defend the orphan. Plead for the widow. Now consider. Do your actions reverence the Lord? Does your money go where it should? I shrink into my chair, afraid, ashamed, foolish. I lower my gaze, hoping I won't be seen. But the teacher calls my name and invites me to elaborate with Matthew. His voice, gentle as it is, sparks something in me. I do as he says and look, truly look at Matthew, and speak about God, truthfully, without softening. And though I don't know whether my words will pierce through the armor of his wealth, I feel the Spirit urging me to try anyway, to be truthful about God, to never shy away from the justice he calls me towards, but to love as he does all the while. Now, I'd like to invite you to dialogue on this prayer. What differences between your prayer experience and mine stick out to you? What do you make of that difference? What do these feelings make you feel about how God speaks to you? Jesus in this section engages in a controversial and difficult act of dialogue, eating with those who need salvation, treating them like fellows while still working to help them hear God's call. How do you respond when confronted with the same opportunity to hear God through those with whom you disagree? With this in mind, how do you feel God moving you in the realm of encounter, ministry, witness? After this prayer, you might begin to have a sense of how God is calling you. Perhaps you'd like to listen more deeply or to sort out what you've just experienced. To explore ways that you might be called or to find out more about Ignatian spirituality, visit the Ignatian Year page on the Jesuit Conference of Canada and the United States website to learn more.